in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host and fellow assassin, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the new action comedy film, Bullet Train. This is from a screenplay by Zach Okiewicz and directed by David Leach. And this is based on... The Japanese novel Maria Beetle by I'm I'm gonna mess this up, but Kotaro Isaka. Hope I said that right. Uh, but this was exciting, you know. Taylor, really, when it comes to the summer, what we deem the summer blockbuster season, August is the wrap up month. Uh, we usually get a few more in here. I would say kind of Bullet Train, uh, Beast is coming up, and the Invitation is probably gonna be what you're really kind of saying is the the end of the summer season of all yeah, these when, when, when kids go back to school, it's like, you know, we have no time to go see these movies. <laughs> but, but definitely for the star value and for the plot and for uh, how it was advertised, I, I kind of classify Bullet Train to be the last big film of the summer. I agree. Uh, for sure. So, um, Taylor, give us a brief synopsis of Bullet Train. So, Bullet Train, um, we have the, our main character, uh, Brad Pitt, is an assassin who has to deal with enemies uh, while riding this Japanese bullet train. Um, he's kind of like one last job. He's He's been like, you know, he, he's been kind of a, this main assassin. He's done like odd jobs, but he doesn't like, he's trying to be a pacifist, trying to go a different route, like, you know, the one last job. And he's got to retrieve this briefcase. And of course, all these other people are after this briefcase and uh, all these other plots are getting intermingled as um, he has to face off. And of course, in this high, almost like, a, you know, again, high speed uh, pursuit, if you will, um, as they're kind of careening, uh, but literally and figuratively towards the climax of the film. So, uh, yeah, when when this was advertised, you and I were like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be nuts. And I think the trailer did the movie justice, where we have talked about this, where trailers don't really depict what the movie is going to be very well. I thought this is like I knew what to expect overall going into this film. I knew it was going to be loud, kind of nuts, a little goofy, uh, and a bit over the top. I think my expectations were met, uh, maybe somewhat exceeded uh, slightly, uh, maybe not always for the better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Seeing the trailers for this, it looked like it was going to be a bonkers action film uh, with a big cast. And that's always fun. I think, you know, from my understanding of a Japanese bullet train, one, they're super fast. I think they can go up to like 200 miles per hour or something like that. It's kind of crazy the speeds they can go. But it's meant to be, you know, the kind of luxury experience even if you're just a general economy passenger there must be nice seats you know there's tvs there's things to do there's food carts and the idea of these five assassins on a train trying to you know figure out their end goal while trying to be like you know not like in the limelight is a fun concept of like how do these how do these stories connect how do they connect what's the backstory and how do you like go about trying to kill your target and or survive your target when there's all these other passengers on the train uh, and the kind of confinement of you're only on this train, which has only so many cars to it, you know, not be able to get off. And the, I think what's kind of fun, too, is uh, very similar to like subway systems. 
the trains will stop at certain stations for a minute and a minute only. And so like the use of that too, is if you're trying to escape, you only have a minute. And then when those doors close, it's, it could be another hour, hour, you know, who knows till the next station. So I, I do feel there's been a lot of a comparison to, you know, the style of like, um, Quentin Tarantino style in here. I mean, there's a lot of these characters that have these tag names and some of the back and forth pacing. This is a very heavy dialogue film, uh, especially Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry, who play these twins. I put those in quotes, even though you can't see them on this podcast. Uh, Tangerine and Lemon. A lot of their dialogue was so quick paced and very fast. Uh, very fun. They're, they're some of the best characters in the film. Uh, but I mean, the, the, that kind of style as well. And then Guy Ritchie with uh, the action. And, you know, David Leach, I will say, last several movies that he's done, you know, he's kind of been going from stuntman, working his way up to director. I mean, Deadpool 2, uh, Atomic Blonde. I mean, he's done some really big name action films. And I think that he's starting to really find a, a better pace of how do you come, kind of combine the, the comedy and character work in here. So I think that was one of the strongest things of this film is the character work. Like, for example, Brad Pitt alone. We love Brad Pitt. He's so fun to watch. The, to be this assassin, this mercenary who wants to become like a pacifist. And he's like, he keeps thinking he has terrible bad luck. And there's some scenes in the movie where they kind of show what's been going on prior to this, this job. And he's a filler for this job, which I thought was funny, too, is like the guy who was supposed to do the job. <laughs> is sick so he's filling in and all this crazy stuff happens to him but the fact that he's like he doesn't want to kill anyone anymore he wants to just become like a pacifist uh is quite a funny angle and sandra bullock is his handler we don't really see her throughout the film she's just mostly on a phone call and a lot of the dialogue of how they interact was quite quite fun but this movie i mean taylor it's a big cast it's also very bright and colorful i think that was a big part of that Japanese culture coming through of Tokyo and on the bullet train. It just, you will be entertained throughout this film. You know, I, I do think it was a little long at points for such a fast paced movie. It, 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 it tended it to is fast paced <laughs> for quite a while. And then I think once you get to like hour two, it slows down for a little while when it gets to only a few of our characters kind of in select scenes. And then it kind of goes out with the bang. Uh, so I think, you know, maybe a little 20 minute, 20 minute cut here and there would have maybe been a little beneficial. Um, I did go to a 10 30 AM showing. So maybe I was just a little tired from still getting up for the day, but um, uh, what'd you think of like, you know, just the action itself. I think the action is definitely a highlight of this film. Well, it's definitely, you know, like you said, David Leach's style. I mean, I, I, I see a lot of what he had did in uh, other films, uh, particularly like Deadpool two, combining the, the graphic nature of violence, but in a kind of comedic way that it's not, it's over the top funny, not over the top like, ooh, that's like made me sick a little bit. So um, I love the action. I love the, I did like the dialogue. I feel like it's a movie that I would have to go back again to like kind of really get some of the jokes or like see it with um, a different grouping. To, to your point about like the length, what, what kind of struck me, not so much the length, uh, in addition to that was just the editing. There's a lot of characters that we give backstory to, which, you know, as you said, like in kind of the Tarantino style, you know, um, I think Tarantino does that very well. Here it was it was very abrupt. So I, I will say I commend him. The whole theme of fast paced is throughout the whole film. A bullet train is very well fitting for multiple reasons. 
but it's so it's so quick and cuts and stuff and then like okay with this person then you'll like have a uh, have another flashback or something goes back and I'm like but it, it, it takes you out of the experience too much um, where I feel like I don't necessarily need some of these long expositions of these characters. What what movie this kind of remind me of, and I really kind of enjoyed was the movie Smoke and Aces. I don't know if you ever, ever saw that one. Oh yeah, I love I love Smoke and Aces. So what I like about that, it's the same kind of concept, except instead of the packages, they're they're trying to take out, um, you know, the Aces, the main character, Jeremy Piven's character, and Jeremy Piven. Yeah, you have all these assassins, but they don't have. You don't need a backstory on to know like, okay, what kind of people these are. So I think I would have liked less backstory and more like let them kind of just show you who they are, you know? Yeah, like, for example, one one scene that I remember I kept being like, when are we going to go back to that, is you see in the trailer, there's obviously a moment where Brad Pitt looks like he's about to get off the train, yep. and we have Bad Bunny, who's, you know, of course, famous rapper. He One of his, I think it's his film debut here, as the wolf, and he's great in this film uh, as this assassin. And the thing is, he, he perfectly times himself to where the door that Brad Pitt's going to leave. He's right there. And then he kind of looks up and he starts to attack him. Then it cuts to the twins and they have what feels like a 10 minute scene of different things going on. And the whole time I'm going like Brad Pitt was just attacked onto the train and we've not seen any of that yet. Yeah. Like, well, let's get be- Let's get back to them later. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. Agree. So it took like a while for them to like, and then they kind of do like a big backstory of him and why he why he's on this train in the first place. And I, I can understand why there's a lot of these pieces of, of the film of, well, you kind of get, OK, Brad Pitt's job is to get this case and get off. That's like an easy peasy thing. But then it's like, oh, these people are actually holding this guy who then is connected to that. And then this person now coming on. And so like they had to keep showing the layers of how things connect. But I think it could have been done a little quicker or maybe some of that backstory could have come earlier in the film. Because um, even like <laughs> it, you see him briefly in the trailer, Michael Shannon is kind of another one where it's just a voice for a lot of the movie till the very end. And I would have loved to see more of him in the film, as well as Hiroki Sonata, who, you know, famously, dude, is awesome in every movie he's in. I mean, he's one of our greatest like actors. And I love the work he got to do in this as an action, you know, him. He always rocks the samurai sword when he gets to to do it. I just wanted more of him in the film. I felt like there was a lot of focus on, I think the twins really had probably the most screen time. It felt like even sometimes more than Brad Pitt. <laughs> which surprised me. Like I almost wanted a little less from them. And I wanted like, I was like, you know what? Gives me a little less than these characters. And I could see them having their own spinoff. I would like, I like to see more of them because I feel like that's a kind of buddy cop film or something like that that I would enjoy. It was, but yeah, and then where I think the placement of some of the characters was not given enough where some were given more, you know what I mean? So, I mean, for me in total, you know, I enjoyed it. The action is over the top and it's fun. It's a great cast. There's some great cameos in there that I won't uh, spoil for you guys. Um, but overall, you know, just because I wanted it a little shorter and I think, um, uh, Maybe if I had seen it with a, a larger audience, I would have gotten a little more of that uh, ensemble buzz as you see a movie together. Uh, I saw it in a fairly small crowd. So um, I'm going to give Bullet Train like a 7 to 8 out of 10. It's like in there. It's not like a perfect movie, but I have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I'm going to give it a solid 7 as well. 
for those reasons and you know what we said earlier but uh, yeah like i said i i look forward to seeing more with david leach going i wouldn't mind going back and dipping my uh toe into the universe of this pool uh the pool of this universe if you will but uh, you all can uh, decide for yourselves uh you can uh, check out bullet train now in theaters only and that was this edition of potential picks thanks for listening to the potential podcast you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.